Hello, and welcome to Me Too. Thank you for listening. My name is Sid Gopnath, and I am the former host of the Me Too podcast. Um, this is going to be a, a little bonus episode, kind of to introduce the new team now that we have one. So um, I have Gabby in the booth with me, and I will let her introduce herself. Gabby? Hi, I'm Gabby martinez Mode, and I'm a junior, rising senior here at Duke. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be your new host mm-hmm. and producer working alongside Allison and Ozzy. Yeah. So we thought we'd do kind of just a, a short episode like we did previously where we kind of introduced the, uh, like in episode three where we introduced the mission of the podcast and what Me Too Monologues is as a whole. Um, we thought it would be a good thing to maybe talk about the future of the podcast and where we see it going as Maddie, Lauren, and I are all graduating and the team is entirely new. Um, so Gabby and I will kind of be just like interviewing each other here, I guess. Um, Let's see how it goes. Let's see how it goes. <laughs> so uh, I guess to start, Gabby, why um, why did you want to be involved in the podcast? So the reason why I like Me Too Monologue so much is because I went my freshman year having no idea what the show was about. I had just heard that it was something you should go to as, as a freshman. And I realized that there are two major takes, takeaways from the show. One is the people in the audience who have never experienced anything similar to what the monologues are talking about, and that opens up eyes and makes people realize that there's a lot of stuff going on with people close to them that they maybe have no idea about, and it just goes to show that you should be kinder and appreciate what's going on behind people's smiles a lot more. And then the second part was people in the audience who might be feeling or going through similar things but think that they're alone. And so it just kind of gives them, an, uh, it just shows them that there's other people around that are going through difficult stuff as well. Right. So that's, I love... That's the like, me too aspect. That's the it. me too aspect, okay. exactly. And so I love that, but the show is once a year and it has a great impact, but just like everything that happens once every few months um the effect can go away and i think that the podcast can be an incredible way of keeping that effect going constantly and so it's definitely something that i think will broaden me too's reach and hopefully like become something that's bigger than duke and that can involve other universities and other people around the world yeah that sounds about right (laughs) um yeah so maybe let's talk let's talk a little bit about vision for the future yeah what sorts, of, what sorts of questions, I guess, do you have for Yeah, me? I mean, I would love to know what you see as Me Too's trajectory for the future. Yeah. Um, and specifically the podcast. Yeah, right. So I think, man, it just feels like there was a lot that we, a lot that we could have done this year that, um, we're, I don't know, we we're trying to, like, hit the ground running and just get content out. Um and we didn't end up doing a lot of that stuff. So I think some of the cool things that we did end up doing were getting writers in the show, I think, is interesting um, and different. But I think most of all, I'd really like to see people submit pieces, not for the show that's in the spring at Duke, mm-hmm. but for the podcast that reaches kind of a larger college audience would be my hope. Um, so you would like to make it less Duke centralized and more? Yeah, I think that would be really cool. Um I'm not really sure. I think it's it is at other universities, so it's hard to say um, if it is if it needs to be like a Duke specific thing to really flourish. It doesn't seem like it, but um, I think it would be cool to get kind of just like general college perspectives on issues and hear you know like having this Me Too thing not just be about Me Too. I'm a student at Duke, but Me Too. I'm a college student anywhere. Exactly. 
I think that would be really cool. I don't know. Where do you think it's going? Or where would you like to take it? I think I have a similar vision. I think um, broadening the idea of it, like just getting the name out there and having people realize that there's this um, cool factor of an anonymity and just monologues about identity, but in a way that can be very broad and it can apply to a bunch of different people can be really interesting. Um, and I think that having the same experience of college across different campuses can also bring a different touch to it where um, you might realize that some stuff that or problems that you think are specific to one campus are actually widespread and you can find support in all sorts of people around the world, not just our little bubble here at Duke. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's super important. So I guess how do you how do you see like <clears throat> Alice and Ozzy and you working together to facilitate that? So I think we will just have to be very hands on and realize what's going on around campus and what um, are the problems that people are trying to voice an opinion about. Mm-hmm. Um, while simultaneously noticing the problems that people are quiet about, um, Mm. which I think is a very big task, and it's trying to um, deal with something that's bigger than us, but we can have the just the dedication and the work ethic to try and get those voices out there and then get people to start a conversation about it, which is the goal, um, to just have people talk about it so that others can realize that there's others going through the same stuff. Yeah, and I think that that reminds me... um, that I think another cool thing, like part of the, the mm-hmm. cool part of this podcast is that it goes from Me Too Monologues, we've said this, it goes from Me Too Monologues mm-hmm. to more of a dialogue. Me Too Dialogues, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, because we have that talkback portion at the end yeah. where we bring in someone to talk about the monologue. And um, we had a really, I really enjoyed the the one we did with uh, Basil and Duke's mom, Mom Abdullah, um, because it was great to have, you know, someone who, who, deals with this kind of stuff every day and who's almost is very much an expert you know consulted by like policy experts um about his opinion and i think it would be great to have more of of those kinds of conversations because in some ways like we are all students and we all can discuss these issues and in other ways it's nice to have an outside perspective who's way more knowledgeable and who can really shed some light on it i agree and it can give you a little bit of closure in the sense of like okay this is the problem or this is the issue what what can we do to help or what can we do to change something that can be changed yeah you know not just staying in the idea of like okay some people are going through this it's kind of a what are we going to do about it totally yeah what else i'm wondering what your favorite part of the experience has been so far uh favorite part of the experience favorite episode you can choose either both Mm. I think the first episode, um, that sounds maybe cliche, but we just, I mean, we spent months and months trying to like brainstorm how to make this podcast work and like who to get involved and what the format would be and like where to record it and um, what platforms to put it out on. So I think to finally like, I don't know, go on iTunes one day and see our first episode on the iTunes store was like this crazy cool (laughs) feeling. Um, so that's like at a, at a superficial level. That's probably where mm-hmm. what I was feeling best about. But um, I don't know. I think I think like I said, some of the some of the episodes have been just extremely enlightening. I think the one with um, Liz Hadfield and Liz Ratliff um, talking about being trans at Duke is super. That was super impactful. And like I don't I don't know about a lot of these yeah. things. I don't know what it's like to be a Muslim on campus. So to hear Duke's mom talk about that was rewarding for me and I I would imagine hopefully that would be rewarding for others too so I think that those are some of the best the best parts we'll see yeah that's interesting because you guys 
got it off of the ground out of nowhere you yeah. compiled a team that decided to get this together and so I'm sure that OZ, Allison, and I will have a big learning curve, but at the same time, there's it's nothing compared to starting from zero and getting something out there. So we really appreciate oh, that. Yeah, and, of course. Um, we're excited to keep it going and get something out there that will foster a continuation to what has already yeah. started. Yeah, and we're grateful for you guys. You know, that is a uh, lovely note to end this little mini episode <laughs> on. So um, I guess... For one last time, I can I'll I'll sign off. A huge thanks to Gabby and Allison and Ozzy for taking out taking over the show, um, and and we're both talking about you know submitting your own monologues. So please submit monologues at metoomonologuesduke.org, um, and we'd love to feature them in the fall. So for now, um, this last episode is produced by me, but also going to be produced by Gabby, Allison, and Ozzy this time around. And the music from the podcast still comes from Chen Sha Ting. Thanks for listening. I'm Sid Gopinath. And I'm Gabby Martinez-Mode. And me too. We'll be back in the fall.